Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome in to another edition of Red and Blue Smoke. I am your host, Zach Berry. The show presented by LB's Meat Market in Oxford, Mississippi, 2008. University Avenue, Suite E, or better known as across from Kroger. Uh, that's about as good of a landmark as any. Just find the K Roger and then look opposite and you will find LB's Meat Market there. You will also find my good buddy, Greg Jones. He is here with us, Greg Good morning. How are we doing? Doing great, man. Uh, just got done playing a uh, little golf at uh, UK Golf Course in Lexington. So, yeah, getting ah. a little, uh, getting a little uh, break from Oxford and uh, before the two big weekends. You know, LSU and Arkansas are going to be pretty big weekends. So excited about that. So yeah, just taking a little break from Oxford. I was going to say back to back, big. Uh... You said it best. Big weekends, not only on the field for Ole Miss football, but obviously for you and the rest of the good folks in Oxford, small business owners. But what's uh what's been on the menu lately there um, at LB's and what can the folks expect from y'all this week as far as plate lunches go? Because, man, I know I'm not the only one that's glad that's back. Yeah, we uh, well, we're uh, doing the Philly cheesesteak on Friday. Uh, we'll probably do we've kind of done really good as far as having a staple we do that pulled pork sandwich and a uh, potato salad and baked beans and then we do the smoky bacon burger uh also so we're always going to have those two but um yeah we did pulled chicken last week and then we did that buffalo bacon chicken sandwich that was really good um but yeah just you know kind of trying to keep it as basic as possible Uh, i know some people wanted me to make some mac and cheese so i made some homemade mac and cheese last last friday and sold every bit of it and uh, so 
yeah, we're just kind of baby stepping with the plate lunch. We'll get, you know, we'd like to get deeper off into it, but just trying to keep it simpler because simple is better when it comes to, you know, to food because we don't want to have any leftovers and try to limit leftovers. So, um, so yeah, we've been doing really good with the plate lunches actually. Good deal. I'm excited. Uh, get, get there for the Arkansas weekend. I'll definitely swing by, get me a Philly cheese. Um, and then of course you can still get all of your protein needs, steaks, fillets, um, pretty much anything. You can get you a whole chicken, all of that and more at LB's meat market. Like I said, on university Avenue across from Kroger. All right. So Greg, we, uh, we talked, uh, we talked Georgia Atlanta cuisine last week as the rebels took on Georgia tech. Um, kind of a funky one tight game early. Uh, but then man, uh, almost stepped on the gas and, and ran away with that one in the third and fourth quarters there. Yeah, you can definitely see the, uh, it's, you know, it's usually we're kind of, we're trying to struggle in the third and fourth quarter, but we're, a uh, whole different team whenever uh, uh, Coach Golden does his defense adjustments at halftime. And, um, yeah, we definitely stepped on the pedal for sure. And I love how uh, Georgia Tech gets that uh, touchdown to, to cover and then Lane's like, no, nah, we're not on this covering. So, um, got, got to love uh, uh, the coaches knowing the spread. I appreciate that. All right, so let's move ahead to our cuisine segment here on the show. Ole Miss obviously traveling to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Saturday, 2.30 Central Time on CBS. I believe it's number 15, taking on number 13. Um, it's been a while since both teams have been ranked this close together. Um, and uh, I know last year, I, I should, I guess I should rephrase, been this ranked uh, been this closely ranked this early in the season. Obviously, last year it was a nine versus eleven matchup, if I remember correctly. But that game was later in the year, um, and it's been a while, Greg, since Alabama has had a loss going into this game this early in the year. Um, we'll get into the game here in a moment. <clears throat> Let's get into uh, get into some of the uh, quote staples in uh, in the Yellowhammer State. Uh, this is per Food Network, so if you have any gripes or if uh, – and not you, Greg, you the listener. If you say, that, oh, that's not Alabama, well, take it up with the folks at the Food Network. Um, first thing on here, and I, I love where we're getting kicked off here, fried pork skins. Wow. Where do you stand oh. on fried pork skin? Yeah, I, dude, I'm a big fried, fried pork skin fan. I like the different. I, I mean, I'm a spicy fried pork skin guy. So, um, but they've got a lot of different flavors now. They got like ranch flavor. They've got all sorts of stuff, right? So, um, yeah. No, I just stick to the spicy, spicy rinds. I mean, uh, and I'm I'm a big clear bag fan on the pork rinds. Yes, like it has to be in a clear bag. You see what you get, like, baby. There's just something about it. <laughs> yeah, you know. But yeah, um, uh, I did not. I wasn't expecting pork rinds to be uh, the top of the list on yeah. Alabama foods. Florence, Alabama is where you can find. I was Odette's. thinking. Uh, I was thinking. Why, okay, that's uh, that's apparently. I, I guess thinking, where. Uh, I, I, go ahead. I was just gonna say that's. Uh, I guess their um, claim to fame, or maybe one of their 
uh, marquee items. But yeah, Odette in Florence, Alabama. If you want to go try some some good is pig, is pig ear sandwich uh, on that on that list? I would think a pig ear sandwich would be on that list for Alabama's top food. It as I'm scrolling <laughs> through here, it could be. Um, we've got a lot. We got a lot to work with here. The range here is impressive for Alabama. Um, I, I guess we can we can both be the judge if we think that's a true Alabama staple. Um, let's go ahead and get into the easy one here. Um, and I guess Alabama's two for two with me. I, I'm a big fan of this. The uh, the Alabama white sauce. Um, they uh, I, I guess traditionally serve it with chicken. Um. So it's mostly a barbecue sauce, but the state, uh, I guess their unique contribution to this is uh, served over smoked chicken. Where do you stand on white sauce? And then if you like it, do you like it on chicken? Yeah, I mean, I love. Uh, actually, uh, we sell a white sauce uh, by Bootsy's uh, Barbecue. They do uh, kind of they do a couple of different styles, but that white barbecue they do is really good. And uh, you know, when, whenever you're smoking uh, chicken. Uh, the best thing is just to do salt and pepper and just go ahead and smoke it plain. And then once it's kind of uh, got a little smoke ring on it, add that white barbecue sauce on it or, or dip it, you know, after it's been cooked. But they like that. Uh, they like the white barbecue sauce dripping off that chicken. I promise you that. Now, I have had this particular one they singled out on the Food Network's website, Big Bob Gibson Barbecue um indicator I, I i have been there um they are credited with inventing the white sauce in 1925 um their smoked chicken with that lathered on there is just unreal um, is that so, the guy is that the guy that dips them in mayonnaise before puts them on in the fryer or puts them on the smoker There's yeah, somebody so it, that, yeah. yeah so it is a creamy mayonnaise based sauce yeah. um but it's so very I, good yeah, well, uh, that's a little tidbit that you can put. Just put some. I know people don't like mayonnaise, but if you put some mayonnaise on your on your wings when you smoke them, it gives them that golden brown um, color uh, whenever you're smoking those wings because the oil in the you know in the mayonnaise yeah. you know gives it. Um, so that's a little tidbit, but yeah, uh, I'm yeah I like that white barbecue. I'm a big fan of it. I actually started. Uh, making like a, a salad with the white barbecue sauce with the, with the chicken. Ooh, you know, I was gonna stuff. say, do like a like a pulled yeah. pork salad or yeah, a smoked yeah, chicken salad? Yeah, just like what? Well, I've, I've been on this diet and I've uh, just been trying to stay away from carbs and food and you know bread and stuff like that and alcohol, which uh, that's kind of that's kind of tough. But it's difficult, uh, especially living in Oxford, Mississippi. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, um, yeah, I've been doing that salad with that. Uh, I've just been doing basically a, just a, uh, a Caesar salad, and I've just been uh, air frying some Joyce Farms chicken breasts and slicing it and just put it on top of the salad and just drizzle that white sauce on top of that chicken, and uh, it goes really good for that salad. Probably, in my opinion, one of the more versatile condiments out there. I like to think mustard is up there as well. I'd probably put mustard and mayonnaise up there as two of the most versatile condiments. Yeah. What are your, I mean, what are your it, thoughts it, on that? It, yeah. I mean, actually, you know, uh, my mom likes to mix uh, mayonnaise and, and mustard with some Italian dress, and that's what she makes her coleslaw with, is Ooh. mayonnaise, mustard, and Italian dress. I love that. So that's – it I'm just big. makes – I mean, yeah. See, I like wet coleslaw. I don't – big yeah. wet coleslaw guy. 
There's a uh, really good crock pot recipe I do for like an Italian chicken pasta. And Ooh. you you do like penne noodles, um, some chicken breast. Um, there's seasonings and stuff, but the secret recipe, or I guess the and secret you don't ingredient. The noodles. You literally, yeah, you put the noodles like uncooked, right? You just put them in there. And just I think you can, you can do it either way. I like doing um, it in there. I feel like that's that starch as it renders while it cooks um gives it a little more umph oh, but yeah. uh the secret ingredient is just a whole thing of italian dressing and that's all you do that's solid yeah it's it's very yeah, it's good easier is better you know whenever like less ingredients Dude. and all you have yeah. to do is just really noodle chicken you know italian a whole pack like easy is about easy is better you, that's, that's i think that's what happens a lot of time when people cook you kind of out Think yourself whenever just just like salt and pepper on a steak, you know, sear it on each side for five minutes and be done. You know, just yeah, simple is better. All right, uh, last couple items here that uh, Alabama is quote known for. Um, we got to go this one. Um, gotta, I love it. Have white bread, right? Just plain white bread. White bread. <laughs> <laughs> Is, the plain is, white bread from uh, from Dream. <laughs> yeah, fr- Food Network didn't put it on here, but um, this one I I I'm three for three. Fried green tomatoes. Um, you know, once Ooh. the movie the movie came out based on the book by Fanny Flagg, I, I mean, they obviously became much more um, popular. But uh, Irondale Cafe, um, they are uh, that that's kind of their thing. Um, <clears throat> Over there in Irondale, Alabama, they uh, claim to serve at least 800 slices a week of fried green tomatoes. Um, wow. If you're wanting a local staple, I 1 million percent recommend when they're in season, the fried green tomatoes at uh, Ajax. Um, just get that with some some remoulade and just, just go to town. Um I'm kind of weird yeah. about tomatoes. I mean, there's something about a fried green. Yeah, yeah. there's something. It's, it's it's sometimes it's I like them. Yeah, sometimes I like them. Sometimes I don't. Um, like it, it's weird. Like I, I like it on a burger or a chicken sandwich. Um, but then like in salads, I, if it's like cherry tomatoes, I don't want them. But if you're frying them and giving me a dipping sauce, I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean the uh, the frying is definitely something that you know you're sitting here thinking that you're gonna eat a. Well, I, my grandmother used to, I mean, I know a lot of people do. It's just a nice homegrown sliced tomato with some mayonnaise and salt and pepper. Like, uh, that's yeah. like, that's, um, kind of the thing, but yeah, that ramelade on a fried green tomato, you cannot beat that. I promise, you know, and cornmeal batter, cornmeal batter, please. Yeah. Like I prefer, prefer cornmeal batter on a fried green tomato. All right. There, there are a good bit of staples here. Um, per the food network, but let's get to the, uh, the heavy hitter ribs. Uh, everybody talks about dreamland and Tuscaloosa. Um, legendary. I think the food's fine. I, I think it's more known for the dive bar and they've got the nice patio. Um, I mean, are you it, making it a point to go to dreamland every time you go to Tuscaloosa? No. Yeah. I mean, but it's, that's it's, also, that's also as as I mentioned earlier, I'm a fan of Big Bob Gibson barbecue. Yeah, because they probably have sides that you like. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I do. I'm a big sides guy. 
I, I love sides. Like, I, I think, I mean, like, I literally am, I mean, like, I, I prefer side. I mean, you know, obviously, uh, you know, good baby back wet rib, you know, is, is also like a high on my list, but man, like potato salad, coleslaw, maybe some mac and cheese, uh, maybe some like corn on the cob or something, or some kind of uh, unique pasta salad or something like that. I, I'm a yeah. big fan of the sides. I'm all big. about sides. Love pasta salad, especially if it's like a macaroni salad. Oh yeah. Now I like- think there's a there's a macaroni salad that you can put some uh some uh, a dry mix of ranch seasoning in it, and that that's that's a good one. I know for sure. Yeah, dude. If you give me some like good raw onions and like dice up some some red and green peppers, uh, you know, give me like a Christmas mix in there with some macaroni salad. Whoo! I'm in. Yeah. I mean, you know, All like right. I said, that's just, I, I, I'd love to go to Dreamland, but I got to have some sides. All right. Bonus cuisine question here before we hit our first break. Alabama dessert question here. Are you going pecan pie or banana pudding? Oh, man. That is, that's a really, really, really hard question. I mean, because it depends on the banana pudding. Like, if you layer it out properly, you know, I'm probably, uh, if, you know, if it's made in that glass bowl, you know, where you can see yeah. the layer, like I'm probably going to do the banana pudding. But I mean, if it's one of those pecan pies that have some caramel in it, uh, I'm, I mean, like if there's ice cream involved, you know, I just can't uh, like I'm, I'm a big pecan pie guy, but I just want to have one scoop of like vanilla ice cream on it. Like that's just. For some strange reason, I just like a the, little scoop of vanilla ice cream. I'm like, yeah. But the, if it's layered out in a glass bowl, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm doing banana pudding. I mean, especially that glass bowl. I mean, because that glass bowl has had some, uh, ha- has had some really good uh, banana puddings in. I promise you that. There is something about the just perfectly textured mixture of sugar, butter, eggs, and corn syrup in a pecan pie that it's just tough to beat. And then especially fresh out of the oven. And then you put a little dollop of oh. uh, some vanilla ice cream. Ooh. Oh man. Can't beat I it. Mean, what, what kind of vanilla ice cream do you like? Do you like, do you, uh, you like the, like, uh, uh, the, so is, it kid, vanilla, is it vanilla beans that like they have the little black specks? Is that the vanilla? Is that? What yeah. Briars yeah, does a like good it. vanilla bean. Yeah, I mean it's all right. I, I just like old school. Like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm so, I guess Bluebell homemade. Yeah, so it, I was gonna it, say, my kids love uh, Bluebell. Does the little little cups? Oh um, yeah. We get we 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 snag a, a bag of those. I got a a mixed bag with vanilla and chocolate. Um, yeah, that that old fashioned vanilla Bluebell is phenomenal. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm going with. Bluebell. Yeah, now Bluebell has a banana pudding ice cream. Now I don't know if you've seen that. Okay, they've got a ton of flavors, yeah. by the way. They, they, um, they their cotton yeah. candy's really good too. That's uh, it's sleepy good. Uh, can uh, yeah, that's another thing I miss on my diet is like ice cream, like just cookies and cream <laughs> yeah. all day long. Just I'll, a nice scoop uh, of cookies and cream. And don't don't worry, Greg. I'll I'll, I'll shout out my. My guy David Lucan, he'll send the check from Bluebell for uh for us for this episode here. Um, uh, yeah, I'll just take a, those little mini mini things like your kids would take. <laughs> I mean, I'll just take a 
just send me a bag, you know, uh, every every other week, and you know, uh, I, I'll be happy with that. Yeah, we we can do it just some free ice cream. All right, <laughs> let's hit the uh, the first break here. On the other side, we'll talk Ole Miss Alabama. We'll get into this game, give our thoughts and a prediction. So hang tight. We'll be right back. The College Corner is headed to Oxford. Stop by their new location in the Oxford Commons off Sisk Avenue. They'll have 4,000 square feet of Rebel gear ready for your trip to the Grove. On your next trip to Oxford, stop by the College Corner or our other great locations in Ridgeland and Flowood. Hats, shirts, polos, pullovers, sweats, T-shirts. College Corner has it all. And as always, you can visit us online at collegecornerstore.com. That's collegecornerstore.com. The College Corner, where your game day apparel meets. Are you looking at cutting your health insurance premiums by as much as 20 to 30%? Are you aging into Medicare and need help finding a Medicare supplement plan? Call Drew Moak of USA Benefits Group at 601-953-8449. Drew is an Ole Miss grad located in Mississippi and licensed in seven states. He works with the nation's second largest health insurance brokerage with access to 35 different carriers, and he can help you with any of your health insurance needs. From regular health plans to life insurance to dental and vision and even Medicare, he has it all covered. Now more than ever, it is critical to have a health insurance agent who is local and accessible. So call Drew Moak at 601 601- 953-8449 and get your free quote today. And we are back here on Red and Blue Smoke. Zach Berry, Greg Jones here with you. All right, Greg, let's get into it. Alabama, Ole Miss this weekend. This is the first time in probably my entire life that I have truly felt that, well, maybe not my entire life, but definitely in the Nick Saban era. Oh, uh, Alabama just does not have a group of skill players and or running backs that really scare me heading into a weekend. Um, do you think that, do you think that's NIL or do you think that's like kind of the, even the playing field or what? I mean, like I've just, because literally like I saw the quarterback throw two ground balls to on a, on a basic <laughs> little like out route or, or a basic little, you know, a hitch route. I mean, it was, and I'm sitting here, I'm like, man, I could probably have thrown a better ball. But I just I'm, I, that's what I'm kind of curious about. I don't know if it's the if it's the NIL kind of even everything out and where, but I mean, it's yeah. I mean, they Alabama looked terrible last week. There's probably some truth to the NIL stuff. Um, I mean, it could also just be I mean, they can't hit on every single top prospect ever in existence. So yeah, there's talent over there. But they're just not there yet. Um, I mean, Roy Dell Williams is a good back. I mean, they've they they they've got some running backs that can that can tote it, but they the offensive line has just been abysmal. Um, they uh I don't know if you saw this uh this sack um or excuse me, this offensive line stat um that was going around yesterday, but they have the worst um let me find it here as I effort um they have the worst sack rate allowed rate um, in power five football right now, their offensive line. Um, and that's, again, that's shocking, man. I mean, it is because that's a, that's been a factory over there for offensive linemen getting to the league and they've been really good. They've been consistent and it's been across several offensive line coaches. It hasn't been one dude. They've been good all the time. 
And they, and again, it's another position group that has a ton of talent. <clears throat> They've got former, uh, you know, five-star prospects in the offensive line. They've got dudes that have played a lot. Um, and they're just not getting it done. And that's, uh, yeah. That's, and, and you know, that's what's so uh, staple with Alabama is like, They've had, like, I mean, I'm not saying Matt Jones and, you know, and Greg McElroy and, you know, all those guys that won national championships in 10 or 11 games a year were subpar quarterbacks, but they never really had to worry about being pressured because the offensive line was so good and they could yeah. run the ball whenever they – at any time, you know. Like, say, for example, if somebody got up on them early, you know, they could literally stick to the run game and establish the run and because of the line and, you know, never, you know, kind of – get get out of you know uncomfortable in a game so man it's just like you were saying it's uh it, it starts with the line and you know i our i think our offensive line improved a lot last week uh i mean you know but it's just I, i'm just trying to figure it out i just think that it just might be you know in and out transactions you know people showing up you know haven't been playing training with the with the team all year and just you know i i, I think there's a lot of things that can go wrong um, with patching, patching an offensive line and making, try to make mm -hmm. things work with uh, certain things. I had somebody ask me what would if you could see one stat from the game to give you a good idea of how the game went. What would it be? Um, my initial thought be was turnovers. Turnovers. That, turnovers. that was my initial thought was how many? What, what's the turnover battle look like? But right now, after seeing that stat, I probably want to see how many sacks Ole Miss has. Um, yeah. They've got 10. Well, maybe Pete Golden will take advantage of that and say, hey, look, you know, their line's not that good. You know, maybe we can put in a couple different blitz, you know, blitz packages, you know, to, to, uh, to, you know, to keep them on their toes. Because, I mean, if you bring different blitzes and, you know, you do the cross stunts and, you know, stuff like that to where, you know, they have to, you know, keep their assignments. I mean, you can put pressure on this quarterback and he obviously, you know, has can can make some mistakes and isn't the um is I mean I I man I really like Ole Miss for some strange reason and that what scares me yeah is because <laughs> obviously the uh the Melrose will probably look like an All American they'll rush for 400 yards I mean this it's just there's too many things that are going the way that I think are going to where Ole Miss can really you know come in but I, I just kind of bounce back to those turnovers like if you. You know, don't turn the ball over. You don't do stupid penalties because, you know, there's going to be 100,000 people in the stadium. Uh, that they're, they're definitely going to be there. They'll definitely be a factor. But, you know, and another thing is like last – whenever we went there, the get your popcorn game out game. Yeah. Um, you know, we drove – we took the ball and drove down the field. And it was about a, a five-minute, six-minute drive. And, of course, you know, Lane didn't kick the field goal. Uh, went for it, didn't get it, and it's a totally different ball game because, you know, Alabama scores in five plays and they're down seven nothing, and it just you just got to you know, hopefully get in the red zone and you have to get points. I mean, I know you you want to come away with seven points, but you know sometimes it's it's okay to take the three and just restart the game, you know, and put your defense back on you know on a fresh set of downs instead of you know saying all right well, we're going to go for it every time. Uh, defense be ready you know so it's just it, it's it, 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 the stars and the moon have to align for you to win at Alabama and I mean I, I don't see I don't think that the stars and the moon should align for us to win but there has to be a couple breaks that goes goes your way uh, to beat them in Tuscaloosa that's for sure absolutely I, I uh 
I'm I've been very pleasantly surprised with the defensive line so far through three games. I think the depth and the size that has been added via the portal has been crucial there. And um, you've got a healthy Cedric Johnson, Kari Coleman's back, Jared Ivey, JJ Pegues. You, you've got some known commodities there that are meshing well with the newcomers. And um, I, I think that Ole Miss can, can put Milrow in a bind and they can – bring a bunch of pressure right in his face and contain if they can contain him and force him to sit back there and make throws. That's where I think Ole Miss can, can really take advantage and, and win this game because just keep everything in front. Sure. You can give up a, a, a three or four yard, you know, dump off and then just make the, yeah, make the you tackle. Gotta tackle. You got to tackle good. I mean, like you can't, you know, miss a tackle and then they get an additional seven or 10 yards. Like you have to, you know, initial like whenever you put your X on the O and your O is in front of the X, like your X has to make the tackle on that O right there on that spot. He can't, you know, if you, you know, you can't give extra point, extra yards after, you know, initial contact. I think that's another mm-hmm. key, you know, because right. somehow, some way they, you know, uh, they always seem like they break a tackle and then you're chasing them. So um, you just, it's tough because, uh, it's not necessarily you have to play a perfect game in Tuscaloosa to win, but you have to take it to them and, and let them know that you're there. I mean, why not put Pagese at tight end and just tell him to wall down the whole right side and let Jackson Dart go one-on-one, you know, with an outside linebacker. I mean, I, I'll take that every did time. You, did you see his block from the Georgia oh, yeah. Tech game? Oh, my I, That's gosh. what I was saying. Like, that looked great. We can't, we can't do that three or four or five times a game, you know? Um, but, I mean, I, I, man, you got to give Jackson Dark some credit. I mean, he literally – been um, great. I mean, last, yeah, he's – I mean, it's not that he's a different player. He's just on another level. I mean, it just um, – He looks much more comfortable. Yeah, and, and I think that's what happens when you get in a system and you get comfortable and you um, – you know, and look, if if he didn't show up and practice every single day, I, he might not be the starting quarterback because, I mean, Spencer Sanders is is a you know a four time starter, and you look at Oklahoma State and they lost to uh, South Alabama last week. So I mean, um, I, you know, you just uh, you got to. I think the main thing with this NIL stuff is you got to let the players know that hey, look, it's you got to up your game. Like you might be a four star in high school. But, you know, it, 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 we, we've got people across the board that can start right now. And so you got to you got to go up your game. And look, it looks like Jackson Darts just upped his game and he's just on another level. I mean, like when he trucked that guy at the goal line, I'm sitting here, I'm like, and, and he got I mean, it's just it's just you just think. And last year there was nothing wrong with Jackson Dart last year. I think I really don't think there was nothing wrong. He was playing hard. He was doing anything and everything he can, can do and the situations, but, you know, just there was some learning thing, learning stuff that he might have not known, but I feel like he's, you know, he he should be a Heisman candidate. I think, I mean, that's my feel. He's been as uh, he's been the biggest key to this three and O start. I I don't think they went in, in new Orleans without him. And then uh, they probably beat Georgia tech without him, but I mean, he played fantastic last week. He's yeah. I mean, he's just, much more settled in the offense. He's making good decisions and just much more decisive. There's no, there's no, he's not hesitating. He's very confident going through I think progressions. He's, a, he's become a really good game manager. Like, you know, he's yeah. been managing the game a lot better than what he did last year. 
Um, Cause I think he kind of leaned on his talent, you know, more last year. And I think that he's realized he's like, Hey, you know, we can control this game, you know, run a couple, you know, uh, runs, um, throw a couple slant. He throws the slant really good. I mean, like that's uh, that uh, the first touchdown in the two lane game. Uh, I mean, that was, I mean, you couldn't have, Throwing that ball in the in the in the hole better, and then the, the two defensive backs tackle themselves. I mean, it's. I mean, that was just. Um, I, I mean, just good good overall play and good management. Speaking of slants, uh, I believe the last report that we got um, from practice uh, via Chuck Roundsville, Zakari Franklin, he was out in a regular practice jersey, running routes running with the with the offense um he was a just slant monster when he was at UTSA he had 15 touchdown receptions a year ago he's been rehabbing getting ready for the season after the uh the knee scope he had in the offseason i think if Ole Miss can add him and Caden Priestcorn who was also out there practicing and i think is expected to play that's going to make the Alabama offense have to honor the middle of the field and to honor a big outside threat at receiver. And then you throw in Jordan Watkins, who's been great so far, and Dayton Wade uh, likewise there. And then keep an eye on the freshman, Aiden Williams. He, he's been kind of hit or miss. He, he's he's a true freshman, so he's kind of swimming out there mentally, but he uh, had a big catch against Georgia Tech, and I think he uh, could be a factor on the inside creating mismatches with linebackers. but. Greg, I, I don't know about you. I like Ole Miss in this game. And I yeah, know this and is, I think if, if Bentley plays, you know, like he yeah. gives it an, an also extra, been great. Yeah. I mean, he gives that extra, you know, where he can get out. Uh, I, I just, it might free up Judkins, you know, on the inside running game because, I mean, like, honestly, I wish they would do a two back, you know, set almost, but uh, it is what it is. But uh, I just, <laughs> Uh, I, I know Judkins is de definitely going to eventually get his. It's just, you know, a lot of people are keying in on him and, uh, as they should, I mean, he's a, you know, first team all American and, uh, you know, you know, had a great freshman year, but, uh, I think hopefully Ole Miss can take advantage of that maybe, you know, with maybe some yeah. screen passes with to Bentley or, you know, like the slant to Franklin, you know, like to where you can, you know, use him as a kind of a, as a decoy. Um, but, uh, I, I think Judkins will be fine. He'll would definitely get his. And, uh, you know, maybe that frees him up in third and fourth quarter to where we can just start leaning on him um, because Judkins is really kind of a lean on back. You know, if you start start wearing them down, you know, uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm trying not to get excited because I really like Ole Miss in this spot because, mm -hmm. you know, Alabama's kind of down. You know, they're not they're not, you know, your mom and pop Alabama that everybody's scared of and. Um, you know, screw that damn elephant uh, screaming every time they do something <laughs> good, you know. Uh, but, I mean, there has been a time in a, that Ole Miss has run those fans out at the start of the third quarter. So, um, I'm just why not, you know. It just – it just, I, I feel like this is the time to get them, and uh, who knows. I mean, that's why they play the game. Just hopefully it's just managed properly, you know. I just – sometimes, you know, I, I, I it's not that I – question lane but i just sometimes i'm like lane let's just take the field goal let's reset the game and you know take three points and then kick off and you know put our defense on the field you know so 
and you know, I, I, I never question lanes, you know, uh, sometimes I do, but you know, we're fans and that's what we, you know, we watch the game and we critique, uh, but you know, uh, if we were in that situation, it would be tough to make those calls. So I guess that's why he gets paid $9 million a year to make those calls. But, uh, sometimes you just wish that, you know, you take the safety route, take the field goal and then reset the game, but who knows what's going to happen this year. I am leaning heavily towards Ole Miss covering and winning outright. I, I just, like you said, it's not the typical ba- Alabama team. Uh, they don't have a quarterback that scares you. Uh, they don't have any receivers that that, that really scare you. Um, I, I think that they, you know, they hung in there with with Texas, but Texas was the better team. They had the better quarterback. I think Ole Miss has the much better quarterback in this game. And look, I, I think there's going to be a lot of nervous energy in that building at two thirty. I think the the Bama team feels it. They held a players only meeting this week, Greg. That doesn't happen very often. It doesn't happen very often at Alabama. Um, I just think Ole Miss. All, all that to say, I think Ole Miss is the better team right now, and I anticipate Ole Miss to go in there and be confident. And I think the offense gets it done. I think Pete Golding has some things cooked up for Jalen Milrow and. Um, I like Ole Miss by seven, eight, nine points here. Yeah. I mean, another thing, uh, I've got a quick question for you. Would you rather be playing Alabama at Alabama or LSU at home right now, next Saturday? Um, Because it's for me, it's Alabama at Alabama right now. Yeah, I think see, you're catching them at the right time. I mean, they're – Yeah, but catching them at the that, right time. And, and like I said, I mean – the nerves are going to be crazy for them and all the pressure is on them. Like Ole Miss is going in there. They're ranked, they're undefeated, but it's house money. Like no one expects, at least I don't think anybody truly expects Ole Miss to win outright. People will probably be cute and say, Oh, you know, Ole Miss will cover, but Bama will win. I think Ole Miss is a better team here. Yeah. And I agree. I'm like I said, better quarterback. Um, It just, you know, it's just tough to win there, regardless if you have the better team or not. It just, it's just sometimes, uh, but I just, I think, um, you know, with uh, the way that um, Ole Miss played against Tulane in the fourth quarter, you know, Jackson Dart literally made, announced it. He's like, look, we had a loss that this game last year. Like, and whenever somebody comes to the realization that says like, you know, like, he's right. We probably would have lost that game, but we're a different team now. You know, he's a different player. He's a different management of the game. You know, we've got talent, you know, a little bit more depth on the defensive side of the ball. And who knows, man? I It just – I feel like the SEC is just – it's all, uh, it, you know, besides Georgia, which, you know, Georgia looked vulnerable in the first half. They were down 14-3. to three. And, you know, obviously, um, you know, something was said at halftime. So, um, you know – who knows? I mean, you might get an Alabama, a different Alabama team this this week, strictly because you know those guys might have got together and been like, "Hey, look, why are we doing this? We're so much better than this." So it's just tough to 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 kind of handicap in these situations because you don't know what really you're really getting because uh, anything can happen in any situation. I like Ole Miss. Um, I think you do too, right? Oh yeah, I do. I mean, like I said, they're a better team. They're a better quarterback. You know, I mean, I've thumbed through Twitter and they've said, you know, Alabama's, you know, like they're trying to get like, honestly, if you think that Alabama's going to get rid of Nick Saban after this year, you're crazy. And like, it's just 
I, I think that that's what's wrong with the world is what are you doing right now and what have you done? You know, it's just, you know, uh, so who knows? I, I, you know, we might can get up 14 to nothing and put it on cruise control and, you know, and we were like, wow, we are better than Alabama. And, you know, yeah. not a lot of Ole Miss fans have ever, you know, thought that thought before, you know, because Alabama's Alabama and Alabama will always be Alabama. So I don't know. It's uh it should be a really good game. I'm, uh, maybe we'll get a, a, a pregame interview from uh, Kiffin and maybe he'll say something about some popcorn. Who knows? I don't, I don't care. I just, I just think that we're a better team and we should win. I talked about this on our show uh, earlier this week with, with David Brandt. I think another big thing for me, Ole Miss has an identity. They know who they are. They know what they like to do on both sides. Alabama doesn't really have an identity right now. They're still trying to figure out quarterback. The defense is missing a ton of pieces. They're not as dominant up front defensively as they have been in the past. So, yeah, give me the better quarterback and the team that has an identity. So, I'll yeah, like I mean, I'll give you an example. Like last week, you look at LSU, Mississippi State. Mississippi State has no identity. They do not know what they want to do. And right. it definitely yeah. showed. It definitely showed whenever they were down, what, 28, 28 to nothing at one point. So, right. um, it's it just. Uh, you got to stick to your guns. And like you were saying, you know, Ole Miss has an identity. They know what they want to do. They want to, you know, up-tempo it. They want to try to run the ball. They want to try to get their receivers downfield and make plays. And, you know, so um, you just you, you just you worry that, um, you know, Alabama might wake up and realize what's really going on. Or they might have been playing possum the whole time. Like, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. But it's just, I, I you know, as far as, film that you've seen this year you look you look at Alabama and you say they are vulnerable in, in spots that they've never been vulnerable for and why not take advantage of it so I just you know I just I worry with Lane coming back to you know to Tuscaloosa with Pete Golden coming back you know they're going to try to spotlight that and just you know and not realize that hey you know Ole Miss is just a better team right now all right final break Final segment, we will go around the SEC, let Greg pick games. So hang tight. One last word from the sponsors, and we'll be right back. The car buying process can be a lot. I know. I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels. Let's be friends. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. 
You'll usually find me with a hat on my head, and PXG has nailed the fitted breathable, and my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast is brought to you by Cherokee Valley Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Get on over to see Cody Allen and the crew to take on the challenge of their wide, plush Zoiza fairways and large championship Bermuda greens. They have two putting greens to hone in your game with the flat stick, a driving range, and a chipping green to tighten up the short game. Book a tee time online at olivebranch.com or give them a call at 662-893-4444. That's Cherokee Valley Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. This podcast also comes to you thanks to Bluff City Advisory Group, Memphis's leading team of finance professionals who can provide advanced assistance with financial planning, pension, and qualified plan support, and business and estate planning strategies as well. Former Ole Miss Rebel and founding partner Ben Still, along with his elite-level customer service team, make it their goal to help you meet the ongoing demands of your financial needs. Learn about this and more at bluffcityadvisory.com. And we are back here, final segment, Red and Blue Smoke. Greg Jones here with us from LB's Meat Market. All right, let's get into week four. As a little spicier this week than last week. We've got some interconference matchups here. Let's start it at 11 a.m. Auburn traveling to College Station. I can give you seven and a half here. The Tigers are getting seven and a half from the Aggies. What's your vibe on this one? Man, uh, flip a coin. Like, obviously, obviously Texas A&M can uh, beat really bad teams like UL Monroe and uh, New Mexico State, but when they actually play against people that might have the same talent level, it's just a different story. I, 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 I told myself I'd never bet on Auburn just because I just don't like Auburn for some strange reason. It's just the whole, like, yelling War Eagle to instead of hello or hi or something like that. Yeah. So, um, I, I, you, you would think this is a field goal game and just take the points here, but I could be wrong. You know, maybe Texas A&M is, is a good team. And, um, you know, maybe Miami is a little bit better than people, you know, th- I just, you don't really know. I mean, just because it's so early in the season, but, um, I, I just think, uh, you got to take points here because this might be a field goal game. I kind of have a sneaky feeling that A&M is going <clears> to <throat> really put people, uh, not on notice, but just like, hey, don't forget about us. We got Bobby Petrino. I kind of like AM big in this one. I don't think Auburn, we talk about identity in the last segment. They don't have an identity on offense. They're still trying to figure out the quarterback position like Alabama is. Um, their defense is very good. They're stout on defense, but man, I just, I, for some reason, I am just not feeling them. 
in this game. And I think at home, A&M gets it done. And Jimbo's feeling the heat there for sure. So they'll be ready. And uh, I like the Aggies here. All right. Elsewhere, 11 a.m. This will we, we can make this one quick, quick, Greg. Kentucky at Vandy. I believe the line is still, yeah, it's hovering 13, around two, two scores. Yeah. yeah, 13 and a half. Kentucky giving 13 and a half here. I, Vandy, man, they just, I, I was hyping them up all, all offseason. I said that they could potentially win more games than Auburn. And then they go and lose to damn UNLV on the road. Um, so, yeah, Kentucky, it won't be pretty, but I like Kentucky here. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go with Kentucky, too. I just uh, – I mean, I, I, what 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 can Vandy do, you know, to, to make their football team better? I know what they can do is spend a bunch of money. Uh, to, And I don't think Vandy will ever spend a bunch of money on their football program. No. So, um, you know, and that's uh, – you look at Mississippi State, you know, they need to – I mean, uh, it was it's, it's who you spend your money on and how much money you spend your money on is uh, is how good your football team is going to be. So um, I, I just think Kentucky's a better team across the board. Definitely two touchdown winner for sure. Yeah, I um, I've said for years Vandy should have hired Troy Calhoun from Air Force and just ran the option and just made life hell for people one week out of the year in the SEC. Just just run the option and just get weird. Um, that's, to me, well, that's Georgia, really... Tech, Georgia Tech did it with, you know, Dave Johnson for, uh, you know, and he, he won some games he shouldn't have won, so uh, yeah. why not? All right. We, 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 we can talk about this one because I do think it's interesting. UT San Antonio, um, they will head to Rocky Top to take on Tennessee. The Roadrunners don't have Zachary Franklin anymore, but they still got Frank Wilson at quarterback. He's been day-to-day all week. I imagine he's going to give it a go. The number here is 20 and a half. Um, Man, Tennessee, after getting whipped in the swamp, you know that Hypo is going to want to make a statement and put up a bunch of points. And I just, I, I like Jeff Trailer as a head coach. I, I think he's a really good head coach. I think he's a, a guy that can really scheme up somebody and, you know, maybe not play for an upset bid, but keep it close. I kind of feel like Tennessee is going to score a lot here. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go Tennessee here. I just think that uh, uh, better t- better teams win against you know that. I mean, you look at Texas A&M last week against uh, whoever they uh, UL Monroe. I mean, they won mm-hmm. forty. You know, uh, I just feel like um, you know uh, better teams play better against bad teams. So I I think uh, I can easily see fifty six fourteen. You know, uh, okay. but who knows? I mean, you know, that um, USA, t- US, is it USTA? Yeah, USTA. Uh, who knows? I mean, you got, but uh, I just think I'm just going to take the better team here. Yeah, I, if if Frank Wilson was, was 100% healthy, I would maybe think about taking the points and picking them to cover, but I, I just don't know. Um, all right, down in Baton Rouge. We got a, uh, a it's weird because normally they play this game later in the year. It's 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 weird vibe than playing this in September. Arkansas at LSU. The Razorbacks obviously lost to BYU last week. LSU handled business in Starkville. I kind of lean heavy here on LSU. I, I don't really know if Arkansas can hang for four quarters. Um, 
you know, maybe yeah, I like LSU. LSU. Yeah, I like LSU a lot. I, I just, I think yeah. they got a little wake up call against Florida State. They got, you know, and you could definitely tell that last week. You talk about identities, LSU offensively, kind of a similar identity to Ole Miss, where it's it's all centered around Jane Daniels and his ability to create and uh, extend plays, and um, I like him running around. Uh, Arkansas is just kind of out of sorts with both coordinators having to be replaced and KJ Jefferson's having to do a lot because Rocket Sanders is banged up. Um, I, I like LSU big here. All right. The only other SEC on SEC matchup that we're going to get into because the rest are non-con snoozers. 630 SEC Network. We've got Mississippi State traveling to Columbia, South Carolina. I don't know if this is like a one of those weird you know, Vegas yeah, lines. What's the line? what's it's the line? six. It's six and a half. Oh, I'll take Missouri. I, 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 I think. Or South Carolina. I mean, oh, South Carolina. Ooh, I thought I thought you said Mississippi State. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. South South Carolina's playing Mississippi State. Oh, South Carolina's playing Mississippi State. Yeah, I'm going with South Carolina all day. Uh, I, I this. Think what is this? Is this where like Vegas knows something? Because obviously, you mentioned Missouri, and that's a. <laughs> unintentional segue because i was going to mention last week when you saw the k-state line i was one of them i was like oh this is ridiculous like k-state's gonna run them out the building and then missouri yeah, wins the, on the-, the three most bet games was um k-state tennessee and i'm trying to think who else and all of them lost like straight up wow yeah tennessee wasn't one of my locks but um I did take you gotta be careful in that Florida. Las Vegas. They know they know their stuff. He's probably yeah. five foot one, and you know he knows his stuff. That's for sure. Yeah, Vegas will lose some at times, but man, they get it right, and it's so eerie how they can get it right. But I'm with you. I, South Carolina is 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 the better team. We we we've belabored the point with State not having an identity. They can't score. Uh, their defense is fine, but I, I think at home. Williams Bryce is is as tough a place to play at night anywhere in the country. That place will be rocking. And um yeah, they played two and a half, three quarters of good football in Athens last week and uh challenged Georgia. So I like Rattler and they got Juice Wells back and Xavier Leggett's having a really good year. I I I think uh South Carolina wins this one running away, honestly. Yeah, I won't have to agree with you on that one. All right, that'll do it for week four. Ole Miss yeah. travels to Alabama, 2.30 CBS. It'll be a fun one. Greg, you will be back in Oxford getting ready for LSU week, and then after that it'll be Arkansas week, and uh, it'll be uh, it'll be a fun one for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, like I said, we're getting ready for this uh, couple next weeks, and uh, my mom said do not run out of lane trains, so we're not going to run out of lane trains. So. <laughs> You can always come by the shop and get plenty of lane trains and, uh, you know, take advantage of uh, LBs. You know, you can, you know, cook at your condo. I had a customer come in the other day and he uh, got a sandwich and uh, got on the uh, got a couple groceries and he's like, I'm good for the weekend. Yeah. You don't have to leave the house. Yeah. Especially if you have a, t- a TV. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I will. Uh, I will be there. In a couple weeks, I will be getting a Philly cheese. Um, but before I arrive, these next couple weeks, it's going to be fun in Oxford. So go see Greg and the folks at LB's 2008 University Avenue across from Kroger. 
get you some uh some good protein and get that grill fired up as the weather is about to be this is like the time of year greg where it's golf and grilling out and grilling outside is is it's the perfect time oh yeah we we, we played golf this morning and it was a night I, I, it was almost sweat uh pullover weather but yeah it was nice uh but yeah it's that it's that time of year whenever we can finally cancel out summer and uh get the fall going and get the grill going and uh you know, and hopefully enjoy some good football this weekend. Absolutely. That's going to do it for Red and Blue Smoke. Thanks to Greg and the rest of the sponsors for making this show possible. And, of course, thanks to you, the listener, for tuning in. Be sure to follow along. OMSpirit.com. We've got all the preview stuff for you getting up, uh, gearing up for Saturday, I should say, as Ole Miss heads to Tuscaloosa. Until next week, we out of here. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.